everyone. This is John Asplin, Superintendent of District 205. Thank you for tuning into the 205 podcast. We'll be talking to many different people within the school district during these podcasts. And this week, I'm really happy to welcome Mr. Derek Blackwell to the show. Mr. Blackwell is a member of the security staff for the district, and he's just finished his first year as head coach of the GHS varsity football team. Welcome, coach. Well, thank you. So you're a well-known person in the community, but for those few people out there that may not know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Derek Blackwell. I am the head football coach of Galesburg High School varsity football team. I also assist the track team. I am the sprint coach in that manner. I also do seventh grade basketball for the Galesburg district. I was born and raised in Galesburg, went to school kindergarten through <clears throat> through 12th in Galesburg, uh, went to Western, um, came back in town, found Found a job at Hy-Vee and started working at the prison and then found myself in security at the high school. Well, and we're thrilled that you're doing that. And so uh, we've, we've revamped our security position here, our positions here uh, in the last year. So uh, why don't you just take us through what a typical day looks like for you? Well, first, we, uh, we patrol the outer perimeter of the high school as kids arrive, make sure they're safe and everything and around the building is safe, making sure Noah. Nobody is that's unwelcome gets into the building. Um, then as school progresses, as it starts, we kind of roam around the hallways, making sure the hallways are clear and the kids stay safe and they're on time to class, things of that nature. So it's kind of a proactive approach to to maintaining and, and, and keeping security and making sure that the building is secure. Well, and I, I you know, see you and your teammates every day, and you're you're all doing a fantastic job, and we really appreciate the efforts that you guys have made. And um, you know, we're looking forward to seeing how we can expand those uh, responsibilities as we get to a seven twelve facility next year. Um, but you're also really a modest person because you just glossed over the fact that you were a pretty decorated athlete here at, at Galesburg, and you didn't just go to Western; you played football there. And so, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your high school career? Let's just start with football. With football, I uh, I was a four-year varsity starter. I believe I was the first person to start as a freshman here at Galesburg. Um, three years all-conference, three years captain. Uh, two, year, uh, two years I was honorable mention for state, and then the second, my senior year, I made second team all-state. Um, was ranked number 19 in my position in the country by ESPN. Uh we made it to the playoffs for the first time. The 2002 team made it to the playoffs for the first time since 1991. Now, who'd you play that year? We played Oaklawn Richards. Oh, back then, that yes. was not a easy draw. It, it really was not. Uh, we went up there and they handed it to us 44 to zero. So. Now, did they win state that year? They didn't. They went to the semifinals, okay. though. They did go to the semifinals. So they won their fair share of state championships. Yes, correct. And that, unfortunately, that 91 team, they ran into Mike Allstott and the Joliet Catholic Hilltoppers. So, that, you know, we've not had our, our luck of the <laughs> not draw when it comes draws. to the playoffs. Not at all. Uh, so, so after you graduate from Galesburg, you go to Western, and, and what did you do there? I, I majored in communications, and my minor was coaching in kinesiology. Uh, I started out as a fullback there, and then as my career continued, fullback kind of became an obsolete position in football as we moved towards the read option type of things, making the quarterback a runner and then the runner almost a, a blocker by faking, giving him the ball. So we went to that. Um, I moved positions. I went to tight end. 
And from tight end, uh, that didn't really work out. I just it just wasn't working out for me. So we moved to defense, where I played on the D line, D end a little bit. I played uh, half a season there, a couple games, and then after that season concluded, I went back to fullback because we almost we we tried to go back to power football. Um, I played two seasons, finishing out my career at Western. The last two seasons at fullback, so. And that's a lot. I mean, that's some serious collisions. You're going to get up against some serious, serious athletes there when you're just basically a battering ram running in the middle of the line most of the time, aren't you? Yeah, most definitely. We're just a, a glorified offensive guard, I guess. We're just a pulling guard. <laughs> We're uh, knocking heads with DNs, middle linebackers, and everybody in between. So, well, that that's a that's a tough job, a tough assignment to take on day in day out. So. Speaking of football, so you've been a coach here with us for a long time, but this year uh, you, you've been moved up to be the, the head football coach. So uh, we had a, a a pretty successful season. Obviously, you know, I know everybody would have liked it to be a few more wins here and there, and we got real close. But, uh, you know, what, what, what are your main takeaways from your first season as a head football coach here? You know, I, I just – it was a lot of learning, um, learning curves, uh, just how the game goes and calling the game and and just a lot of things that I, that, that I wasn't – I wasn't sure of as an assistant. So, so there's a lot more paperwork involved. There's a lot more <laughs> – a lot more meetings, a lot more of these interviews. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see out of a head coach and uh, – you just keep your your nose to the grindstone and keep keep going. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I liked being an offensive coordinator. That was a great job. Yeah, like I just I'll call plays and I'll let you all take right. care of all the interviews and inventories <laughs> and all that other stuff. I'll just go I'll just go call plays. That seems like fun. So head coach is a is a big job that most people don't know. It's not just Friday night. I mean, you got to go. You're starting as soon as the game's over on Friday, you're starting to break down film for the next team, and you're doing, you know, it's just all the time, right? Yeah, correct. I, after a Friday night game, I'd go home, I'd watch the film. Um, I, I, re I really wouldn't break it down. I'd just kind of watch it. But then when I woke up Saturday morning, I'd already watched it, so I knew what to expect. So then that's when I'd start breaking it down. Um, I, I kind of allowed myself Saturdays. I, I said Saturday I'd try to give my break, uh, give myself a break from football just because I know it's it's constant. So I'd spend a lot of time with family on Saturdays and then probably like Saturday night when we're laying it down, getting relaxed, I'd get right back to it for three, four hours, wake up in the morning, start back at it like seven o'clock in the morning. And I'd be at the field house from seven, eight in the morning on Sunday to seven, eight o'clock at night because we'd host a, a coaches meeting at six o'clock every Sunday night to go over the next team's game plan and and kind of reflect on how last Friday went. So and those were about an hour and a half, two hours. So. After those were over, I'd finally get out of there. Yeah, and, and so for a lot of people that are listening, I'm sure they're probably thinking, well, what is there to do with all that time? But coaching football is is not like coaching other sports because it's every team is so different in terms of what they do with 11 different guys on the field. Talk to the listener a little bit about how you would prepare for a, you know, maybe a Moline versus a Rock Island, just because they're, you know, it, the foot, the game of football is so diverse depending on who you're playing. Correct. Yeah, like uh, playing different teams, you have to you have to adjust every week. And playing a team like Rock Island, who has a a good quarterback, good tight end, and good fast receivers that likes to pass a lot, we have to work on our pass defense and and have to come up with ways to adjust to the way they pass. And 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 Moline going against Moline, they like to run a lot, so. 
That's the exact opposite. So we have to figure out ways to put our guys in position to make to stop the run. So those are the things you're kind of looking at, what teams do and breaking down which player is good or which players are better. Sometimes you kind of want to target one player because you know that your player at that position is better than their player at that position. Exactly. So a lot of matchup. Yeah, it's a lot of matchup things, and we try to figure those out. So it's a lot going on. And being the head coach, a lot of the other coaches have one position, so they're specifically looking at their position. And me being the head coach, I try to look at all positions and try to figure it out that way. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's a very challenging position that that a lot of people probably aren't going to know. So uh, this year and just this year, I know you've seen lots and lots and lots of players, but the head coach this year. Who are some of the better better players that you that you you guys played against this year? Uh, the the conference, the Western Big Six conference, is a, a very good conference for football, basketball. I mean, all sports. It's it, there's a lot of athletes, so to just choose a couple would be pretty hard. Like Moline was really good, and they had a lot of players. The MVP of the league came from Moline. Um, Matthew Bailey, he's really good um, on both sides of the ball. Then you have then you have guys like uh, Charles Jagasaw who can go anywhere in the country that he wants. He's the offensive lineman, defensive lineman for, at, for all of them. And yeah, he's got offers <laughs> he's from house. exactly. He has offers from anywhere in the country that you want to go to. And uh, I he's know he's just a junior, right? Yeah, he's just a junior. So we have another year dealing with him. So well, and I, I was very, I came away very, very impressed with that. And I don't remember his name, the tight end from Rock Island. He was. He's a big target. Yes, definitely. Kyrios. I mean, there you, you, go. Won't, there you, you go. won't forget that name when he just when he lights you up like that. Yeah. So and he, we weren't the only team. He's really big target and they have a good quarterback and you could tell they, they work well together. Yeah, no, no doubt. That was I'm like, man, I'd throw it. He's your quarterback's best friend. Yes. In trouble, just throw it up high. Yes, get just it. throw it. He'll get it. Jeez. Yes. So and you had a lot of seniors this year uh, on your team, a lot of senior leadership that's going. But and I'd hate you to leave out anybody in particular, so I'm not going to ask you to go through everybody because that's too challenging to do. But uh, as you look to next year, you're going to have a lot of uh, turnover, which, you know, happens every year. Yes. But you can have a lot of turnover, but do you see systematically things changing much or are you going to kind of stick to what you've been doing or what, what, do you, what are your early thoughts? Obviously, that can change. We'll make minor adjustments just because of the personnel we have. Oh, so the the class coming, they, they're they're good as well, so – to fill in those spots, we'll just have to make minor adjustments. We'll still do what we've always done. But like I said, we'll just make minor adjustments. Not, we'll run the same things so they're all familiar with the system. We'll just put a couple guys in a different couple places, and they're familiar with it because they, they played that position. It was just on the opposite side. So Right, right. So, um, you know, once again, for, for the listeners now, it's not like you get – off until next August. Like, what is the head coach doing now? What do you have going on now? Well, we've started off-season workouts. We've uh, started on Monday from 3 to 4.30. We've joined the track team. So, like I said, I, I coach track. So, we combine those two teams. In the first 45 minutes, we are running, agility, doing things of that nature, being explosive, box jumps, and those things. And then with the last 45 minutes, we spend our time in the weight room. So, we're getting stronger three times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And it's just here we are in the middle of November and football season's a whole, you know, several months away and we're getting right back at it, right? Yeah, most definitely. I mean. And then in the summertime, what goes on in the summer? Once you get done with track season, uh, what do you do in the summertime for the football team? In the summertime, we're, we're yep, we carry the same schedule, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, same type of deal. We come in, we run. It's a little more strenuous and we do weights afterwards, but 
the off season right now, it's only an hour and a half just to get them in there, get them out and keep them doing something. When we were here in the summer, we're here for at least two, two and a half hours. We, uh, we put in plays, we, uh, chalk talk. That's where we get on the, the board and draw up plays or make them answer questions as far as assignments that they have on the field so that we're all on the same page. And then we get a little physical work in. Yeah. So yeah, it is, uh, you know, believe me for those that don't know it is a it is really a full-time job all the time year round there's not really an off season i mean there is but it's not like you just forget about the sport for months at a time it's kind of all the time right yeah correct and uh so uh, you know obviously we we really enjoyed watching the team this year and there was a lot of close games and uh were there any particular highlights you that will really stick out in your mind from this year the one highlight that i i always go back to it happened prior to the highlight everyone thinks of. So we had a 102-yard interception return, and everybody talks about how great that play was. But for that play to happen, the same kid, Cam McGuire, who took the ball back 102 yards, there was a 59-yard run that he chased down from the back and tackled the guy on the six-yard line to get the – I mean, to force the interception two plays later. If he hadn't hustled down there – it was a 21-9 game. That would have made it 21-16, and who knows how that game would have turned out. I mean, that was a 14-point swing. It was supposed to be seven points their way, ended up seven points our way. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you brought that up because it is the little things in football a lot of times people don't see. Uh, you know, in basketball, everybody, you can see them all the time. In baseball, they're all kind of in their own spot. Track and field, you can see everybody. Uh, but football, there's a lot of things going on that people just can't see because there's lots of people – combined into a space or they don't think about the play before if you didn't do this this thing wouldn't have happened correct i'm really glad you brought that play up because yeah that was an absolute hustle play it would have been easy for cam to just let that young man go in the end zone uh, because people just assume well they'll score now right but that nothing can be assumed correct and uh, that that was a great hustle play and i think that's that's a credit to you and your staff that you that you've taught your team to never give up and, and I think, you know, in this conference, obviously, you got to come to play every week because you're never going to get a week off. Um, and, and that's that's a credit to you. So we look forward to to seeing a lot more uh, exciting Silver Streak football action next year. But for for those of us, we have to wait. So now you're going to go back to junior high basketball practice and then you're going to go back to track practice. And, uh, you know, there's uh, there's never any time for rest for coach here. So. Uh, really appreciate you coming in today and, you know, we'll have you back on at some point, you know, probably talking about next year's team, but, uh, really thankful that you're our head football coach and look forward to next year. Thank you for having me, Dr. Aspel.